On today's episode of The Return of the Azu the Radio Show podcast, we're going to go ahead and talk about Wire Zacks, kind of where it came from, the history, the reason being, kind of touch on a little little bit of a few subjects along there, and then more importantly, getting to the end of that, you know, those cables, those tricky cable questions that we always have come up. That's for this week's episode on The Return of the Yezu the Radio Show podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Yezu the Radio Show podcast. My name is John Crook. I'm your host for it. And man, we are, we're happy to be back. We are excited and we are happy to be back. But, you know, uh, before we get started, let's talk about something here real quick. And one thing I want to go ahead and talk about by us coming back is, 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 is people are saying, you know, when you had the podcast before, John, it was great. We talked about some things and we talked about radios. We talked about, you know, kind of all things Yezu. When we did this thing with All Thing Yezu, what we really started to find out, what we really enjoyed was the aspect of, hey, if I hear something, where can I go to buy these great Yezu products? And you know what? That's a really, really good question. Where can you find these great Yezu products? And what I always tell people hands down, if you want direct, proper, straight from the source Yezu products, you got to go to Yezu authorized dealer. I stress authorized dealer. There's people out there that try to sell Yezu radios and they're not authorized dealers or even worse yet, people try to clone (laughs) Yezu radios or say it's a Yezu radio and it's not. So I always tell people, go to an authorized Yezu dealer. What what is an authorized Yezu dealer? Thanks for asking. That authorized Yezu dealer is saying, hey, this person, this company is an authorized, meaning they can purchase directly from Yezu as a dealer and sell the radio as a dealer. There's people that are trying to buy and resell these things. No, 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 no. Authorized Yezu dealer. Now, how can I find an authorized Yezu dealer, John? That's a good question. The way you can find it and the easiest way to find it and all information about Yezu products in general is to head on over to our website, yezu.com. That's right, www.yaesu.com. Now, once you get to the yezu.com webpage, the main page, right from the main page here, along the top, right under that system fusion logo up there you're going to see a little link that says find a dealer click on find a dealer and then you'll be able to enter some search parameters which are gonna list your actual authorized yezu dealers now these are the people that get our factory training direct these are the people that offer those radios direct from us okay you can't buy products directly from yezu so you can't buy a new radio from yezu but you can buy parts from us But if you need to purchase a radio or you want help or you want a source and you can't, you know, we're busy and everything like that, and you want to say, hey, you know, how does this radio compare to this radio or this or this? Go to find a dealer, click on there, and find and click on it. You'll you'll find find a dealer. We have multiple dealers that have multiple locations across the United States, spanning from the East Coast to the West Coast, from Canada all the way down to Mexico. And as a matter of fact, Canada – is part of our North America market here for the Yezu the Radio Show podcast. So we'll even go ahead and list Canadian dealers in there too. So head on over to www.yezu.com, click on Find a Dealer, and find your authorized Yezu dealer. All righty. So Wires X, this enigma, this thing, you know, of us coming back once again from the, the, the show. We we were on. We took a little break for a while because we we were busy with things like that. We switched. If you notice, we switched actually podcast providers. We're now on Podbean um, as compared to before, uh, but that that kind of all plays into it. But one of the things that we do get a lot of questions on is dealing with Wires X. So that's why I thought, hey, we're coming back for our first show. It's kind of sort of like a season two kind of thing. 
I think we kind of maybe say on there. And and what we're going to do here is we're going to hit on some of the things that we get as common questions, as kind of things on there that people have all the time, that the little nuances of, of wires X or why does it do this or why does it do this? Why does it do this? You know, all those kind of things on there. So that's what we're going to do on today's show. So let's start out with history of wires X. This is a question that comes up a lot on there. And the reason the question comes up a lot is because people are like, well, wait a minute, where do wires X come from? Why doesn't it do this? Why doesn't it do this? Why does it? And I'll tell you what, folks, wires X was basically the first kid on the block. We're going to call that. We're going to, we're going to claim that we're going to claim the first kid on the block. And now here's why I say we're the first kid on the block because wires X is a growth off of wires two. I've never heard of Wires 2, John. That's right. You may not have because Wires 2 was an analog network, all righty? It basically had the same functionality as Wires X, but it didn't have digital voice. It had groups of repeaters, nodes you can connect to. So in that case, we we used the term repeaters, and then we used a sister group of repeaters. And in essence, it was kind of the same thing as what Wires X is, where you had a repeater, and you could go repeater to repeater, or you can go into a sister group of repeaters, which means that a bunch of repeaters were connected together and you talk into your one repeater and it goes out to the other repeaters, right? Wires X kind of did the same thing and it kind of does the same thing, but the slight change. Instead of calling it sister groups, we call it nodes and rooms now, okay? We simplified it, nodes and rooms. And what is a room? A room is a group of nodes together that you can all connect together. It can be made up of individual nodes or it can be made up of repeaters, whatever the case may be. However, that, that, that has to work there. But that is where Wires X came from. It came from Wires 2. Now, the other reason I call it the first kid on the block is because we were doing the node concept, the quasi-hotspot concept, prior to what a hotspot was. But we did ours better. And why do I say we did our ours better? Well, we did ours better because, guess what? We didn't limit power, and we had flexibility. What I mean by that is, is that if you take a look at these quote-unquote hotspots, which, as a side note, does not use true format of Yezu System Fusion, okay, use the reverse engineered format, okay, but what it is is that we don't, we're not restricted to UHF in most cases. We're not restricted, so it's like a lot of hotspots are just UHF only, and they're restricted to low power. No, 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 no. Wires X, you connected a radio to it, it was... 5 watts low power, 50 watts high power. You can put it out an antenna. The transmitter was a clean transmitter, okay? Didn't throw out a lot of spurious garbage or anything like that out on there. And guess what? It could be VHF. It could be UHF. It could be whatever you wanted it to be in that kind of case and functionality. Oh, guess what? It wasn't just digital either. It was digital or analog. So you could even go ahead and select and say, hey, I got a Wires X node in my house, and I want it to be on VHF on analog, or maybe I want digital UHF or digital VHF and analog UHF, whatever the, whatever you wanted. It could do that, all righty? And that was the key point about it. And, and that's where we came from. Now, Wires X actually came out when Fusion was actually introduced, when the FT1 D handheld came out, when the original FTM 400D mobile came out, when the DR1 repeater came out, Wires X was introduced at the same time. And yes, you had to use an HRI 200 and you had to connect it to, in that case, the FTM 400. That has changed. Magically, that has changed. You can see me right now, I've just put my hands up like, like magic, right? Because that has changed because now we're no longer requiring the HRI 200. You can do PD in operation. And then you can use it with handhelds 
formal was directly connected to the computer. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit also too. But but understanding coming back where, where it came back from. Now, let's move into this next question. Well, how was it intended to be used? Because you got to use a Windows computer and you got to do this and it poured out this. And why does it do this? And I just went, no, 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 folks, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. All right. And the point of the matter is, is, is that the reason it runs on a Windows computer is because it was such it, it was such in a way of designed to be somewhat of a terminal program. All righty. If you've used WireZax, you'll notice that there is a text box in there that you can send messaging, okay? You can send a message to the other people in the room or the node that you're connected to. In addition, you also notice that you could upload pictures, you could upload text messaging, you can upload news announcements and those kind of things like that. You could upload voice messages. Yes, because WireZex isn't just designed to go ahead and be a, hey, I got a node and I'm connecting to you and I'm just gonna talk through it. No, what it really truly was designed to be was a one-stop location for things alrighty and it was designed to say hey you know what we have a wiresx node set up for our club well we want to go ahead and we want to send up an announcement or make an announcement guess what with the wiresx and the hri 200 you could actually make announcements record announcement on your computer put it in there and it would play the announcement over alrighty the other thing was it's like you could upload once again in digital upload pictures you could upload text messaging you could upload voice, and guess what? When someone came through the area, you could actually download that picture. You could download that text message. You could download that voice message, righty? It wasn't just connect to one-to-one. The chat box in the WiresX software, well, what's that for, John? Well, that, well, that was for us being able to the node owners who are connected to one another to be able to communicate and send messages to one another. So think of it this way. Example, you have your WiresX node where you live and you have four other friends who have wires x nodes and you all want to connect together then into a room and the room is running and the room is doing its thing and everything like that on there right well let's say for example you need to pull your node out well how are you going to notify the other node owners that you're pulling your room out well, that's where you get in a little chat that text box there tapped it in there and stuff like that to go ahead and saying hey here's the deal i'm going to be pulling my node out because we have a net tonight at 7 p.m and i'll return afterwards great you just send that message out to all the other wires x node owners that are running that wires x software on their pc that's what it's great there for okay the other thing people will be like well how would the text messaging and how would the voice messaging and how would this and this well you can upload a message so for an example, you can upload a message and saying, you know, hey, we're going to have a net tonight at 7 p.m. You upload that message to the HRI 200. And then what would end up happening is, is that if someone came through, hey, I wonder if there's a net this week. Boom, download that message. Net tonight at 7 p.m. Oh, hey, great. That's what WiresX was used for. That's why it has it in there. Now, I get this age old thing of like, well, I don't use it. So really, is it that necessary? Well, just because you don't use it doesn't mean that other people don't use it. Alrighty, so that's something to think about with wires, why WiresX came from and why it runs on Windows because it's not just a audio to audio device. So many people limit the usage of WiresX that I guarantee you, I, I 10 to one, there's gonna be someone listening to this podcast or refer someone to listening to this podcast that they have no idea what the capabilities of WiresX really are. Did you know that in addition for it to be a standalone node, it can also host a room if you have an HRI 200. Yeah, most people are like, yeah, I know, I've heard of that room concept. Okay, did you know that the room could be closed? Well, I, 
Oh, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Did you know that could be digital only? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. Okay, did you know you can have a group monitor or a GM nota room? Well, oh, well, yeah, but but what, what really use is it? Well, hey, if you're using GM, you could set your node to beacon so people know that when you're driving through an area, hey, boom, hey, I got my radio and GM. Look at that. I see someone is going ahead and they got a WireZX node up and running and I'm just receiving be- a beaconing packet so I know I'm in range. Did you know also, too, that with an HRI 200, you can actually set up a two-node radio, meaning one radio is going to be used for digital handshaking and communication, while the other one is going to go ahead and be used for voice only? No, there's a lot out there that I guarantee a lot of people don't know about. They think WireZX is just nothing more than, hey, I, I got I got this HRI 200, and I use another radio to talk into it, and then... Then it goes out to another node or to another room, and, and that's what it is. Yeah, no, no, no. There's so much more wires X that really most people just go ahead and 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 kind of just touch the top of of everything on there. But you know what? <clears throat> Before we get going any further, I think this might be a good time to go ahead and say and take a moment and a break here to say, you know, John, you're talking about the HRI 200, you're talking about wires X, but what radios really use PDN functionality. What radios can I use with WireZX? Well, that is a very, very good question. So what radios can you use with WireZX? Well, guess what? It depends on a couple things. Are you using an HRI 200 or are you not using an HRI 200? Let's start out with those at HRI 200 first. And if you want to use an HRI 200, guess what? If you're going to do FM only, so analog node operation only via RF, and you're only transmitting receiving analog, you can use any radio that has a standard six-pin mini-DIN packet plug. Yeah, that's right. If you have an HRI 200, you're going to see a black cable in there. It's got 10 pins on one side, six-pin on the other. Plug that directly into any radio using a standard six-pin mini-DIN type uh, uh, packet data jack. You'll be good to go. Hey, what if I I don't have that? What if if I got one of the 10-pin radios for Yezu? Can I use that? Yeah, so the FTM 6000 has 10-pin DIN connection on the back of that radio. Just plug it in with the 10-pin connector, and you can use that for FM operation. But let's talk digital. Let's talk digital with the HRI 200. So what radios can be used on it? Well, guess what? You can use the FTM 100. You can use the FTM 200, the FTM 300, and the FTM 400. Those are radios that can be put into WireZX mode, connected directly to your HRI 200, and be used as an analog or digital node. That's right, analog or digital node. Now, John, what radio? What other radios do I always have to have an HRI 200? Well, no, you don't. You don't have to have an HRI 200, and you can actually use handhelds for WireZX operation or mobiles directly without an HRI 200 for what we call PDN operation. PDN, personal digital node. Now, don't let that confuse you because the reason we call it PDN is because it is a node setup that allows you to transmit and receive in the different modes of operation in digital only, but you can use it as a direct access or a um, access point for a connection to WireZX. All you simply do is take that handheld or that mobile, run it with one of the SCU type cables directly to your PC and running the WireZX software. You can now either use that mobile or handheld like a speaker microphone, or you can set it up in access point mode, which allows you to take another Yezu System Fusion digital radio and talk via digital RF to that radio 
which then sends it down the WiresX network. What handhelds are capable to do that? Well, we have the FT2, we have the FT3, we, we also have the FT5. The mobiles that can do it are the FTM 100, 200, 300, and 400. Once again, this is a PDN operation, and you need the proper SCU cabling kit with it to do PDN operation. Need more information? Go ahead and check out our YouTube channel, Gazu USA Official, where we do have videos and talk about that, or go on out to our website, yezu.com. All righty, now we're back here. <clears throat> Let's talk about that last kind of part that we just kind of talked a little bit about there in that little break, which was going ahead and talking about the cable. So PDN operation actually came into existence back in 2018. So what it was is that if you had an HRI 200, and this is where people get confused, like, what do I need a port? Why would I, why would I want to use an HRI 200 over a PDN? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One, if you want to host a room, you need the HRI 200. But another thing that's different between the HRI 200 and the PDN operation is you do not, once again, do not need to open up ports on PDN operation. With the HRI 200, you do, because that is a direct connection. So if you're on Wires X and you want to connect to someone else's room, you're going directly from your internet location to their internet location. PDN, not the same thing. PDN's a little different. PDN goes through, in essence, a switch, not a server, because everybody says it's a server. No, it's not a server. We're not pumping traffic through a server. We don't do that. WiresX is, is, an, is an independent connection, okay? And what happens in that case then is, is that it's going through the switch, which routes you to that location there. No, it's, once again, it's not a server, okay? But with PDN operation, as we're talking about, it came into existence because people were wanting to travel with Wires X, and they couldn't. Because if you thought about it, what you needed to do to travel with Wires X before PDN was is you needed a mobile radio. So you had to drag your 100 or your 400, because that's all we had at that time. And then what you had to do is you had to take your HRI 200, you had to bring your cables, you had to bring the power supply for the radio, you had to bring an antenna for the radio, and then you had to go ahead and bring your PC along. Then you had to go ahead and open up those UDP ports which you're needed. Yeah, no, that wasn't going to work. That wasn't going to work at all. So what happened was they said, let's come out with PDN functionality. When they came out with PDN functionality, what ended up happening was is that they now said, you know what, you can take your mobile without an HRI 200 and connect that directly to the computer to go down wires X. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But I'm not going to carry my mobile all around. If I'm traveling and I'm in a hotel, I'm not going to carry my mobile radio along. What are you nuts? Okay, well then let's make handhelds capable of doing this. And then what happened was, is now with the handheld, you took your handheld, you took one of the SEU cables and you plugged it into your computer. And now with your handheld, you can go ahead and have a wires X node. And the wires X node was either using the handheld like a glorified speaker microphone or using another handheld radio or mobile radio to talk into it in digital mode to that radio to go down to wires X. Now, this is where things got a little confusing for some people because at the time that came out, the FT2D series was still in production. And then soon the FT3D series was coming out. So the PDN functionality worked for the FT2 as well as the FT3. Well, then we came out with the FT5, and the FT5 came out, and that worked for PDN functionality. The FT70 does not, I stress again, does not work for PDN functionality. It does not have the components and the circuitry that it needs in order to be able to do the PDN functionality. It does not. It does not at all. Okay? Now, 
let's talk about mobiles. Well, mobiles, if you, if you could use your digital mobile, so your FTM 100, 200, 300, 400, you could use that with the cabling kit to go there. Now, mind you, at that time, it was the 100 to 400 because the 200 to 300 were not out at that point. Okay, because we're talking 2018 now when this is coming out. And what happens in that case then is, is that you had to go ahead and you had to use a special cabling kit and then it would go ahead and connect the two together. Of course, at the time, you needed to do a little firmware update, but all the newer radios like the FT5 and the 200 to 300, they come standard with the proper um, firmware to be able to do that. Now, you had, and you got to kind of think and lay this out in your mind like a road, okay? You have two lanes on the road. And of those two lanes on the road, you have PDN and you have HRI. Now, not HRI 200, but HRI operation. So it's PDN operation or HRI operation. And what that means is, is that with PDN operation, you can only go to other digital nodes and other digital rooms. With HRI operation, you could go to other digital nodes or analog nodes. That was it. That's really the difference between the two. The next biggest difference is not the operational, but the mode of operation. So this is where it kind of gets confusing because you have PDN operation, you have HRI operation. But what are the modes? And within each of the modes, you have access point and you have direct. So you have access point PDN and direct PDM, and then you have access point HRI and direct HRI. What's the difference? Thanks for asking. It all depends on how you're going to use that. Direct operation is just that. You are directly using that radio to talk down wires X. And what that means is, is that with the handheld, you're using the push to talk button and the microphone and the speaker on the radio itself. In on the mobiles, you're using the handheld microphone and the speaker to, to once again, that's direct operation. Access point operation means then is, is that you are now using another radio to talk into that device acting as an access point. So kind of think of it's like almost like Wi-Fi, right? It's connected to the computer, the server kind of thing right there, right? The, the, the whole kind of, this is just kind of giving you a 10,000 foot view of, of that. So you have that radio connected to your computer via the cables, and now you're using another radio to talk into it, right? That's how it's going. That's access point. Now, that is confusing for some people because some people are like, well, why can't I do access point, but I can't do, um, um, I, I can't, I, I, John, what are you talking about? Well, the reason it's a little confusing is because it gives you that mode of operation to change. And there's a little asterisk right here. And that asterisk part is, is that in PDN operation, in access point mode, you could still go ahead and use it as another radio talking to it, or you can use it as the speaker microphone kind of setup on there. So that is the two things that, that are on there, which once again, can get really confusing about that. But what it does is it gives you more flexibility what's going on. Alrighty. It says, Hey, if I don't have an HRI 200, I don't want to host a room. I don't want to talk in analog via RF. I just want to be able to talk down wires X network. Then PDN HRI operation is going to be your solution. Now, one other little asterisk point I'm going to say is, is that especially when it comes to direct mode for whether it be PDN or HRI, you cannot use the microphone on a mobile radio when it's connected to the HRI 200. So when you have a mobile radio that's connected to the HRI 200, it, you turn off the brains. You have to put it into wires X mode and you turn off the brain, okay? And what happens in that case then is when you are turning off, quote unquote, the brain, it takes everything from the wires X network on there. Or I should say the HRI 200 on there. 
So that's kind of the important, important part on there. And it, it's, it's a little confusing because people are like, well, why can't I use a microphone? Well, because with HRI 200, you're turning the brain of the radio off and you're telling the brains of the radio, you're not going to do nothing. Look to the HRI 200, look to the software. All righty. Where when you're in PDN mode or HRI mode, you're saying, I'm not turning off my brain completely, but I'm kind of taking all the cues from the WiresX software. Now, handhelds cannot be directly connected to the HRI 200. We've been getting a lot of questions about that. We've been having a lot of people saying, well, I got an FT5 and I want to host a room. So I was told I need the um, HRI 200. So I bought the HRI 200 and I can't figure out how to connect the FT5 to the HRI 200. It can, it doesn't. If you want to host a room, folks, if you want to run with the big boys and girls, then you got to get an HRI 200 and you got to get one of those mobiles on there for that capability. Now, the last thing that we're going to talk about on a return episode here of the Yezu, the radio show podcast is cabling, 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 cabling. And we have a few people that say this is a great reason why you should get rid of windows for wires acts, but no, it's not going to happen, folks. It's not going to happen. Okay. And the issue that comes into is, is Microsoft did not want to play well with others in the sandbox. And what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is, is that we used to have the SCU-40 kit and the SCU-39 kit, okay? The 39 kit was Windows 10 based or older and was for portable radios. The SCU-40 kit was designed for mobiles and had the SCU-20 cable, but once again, designed for mobiles. That also ran on Windows 10 only, when you're running on Windows 10 only, that's what that's what you needed those kits. Now, the reason I went along and I said it is, is because guess what was happening? Windows did not want to go ahead and play well with others. And when that happened is, is that Windows said, you know what? We don't like the drivers, the cables, everything like that for the radio or for the, for the cable. So the SCU-20 cable, the SCU-19 cable, Windows didn't like that. So what ended up happening was is that we were faced with a tough, tough and difficult decision. What can we go ahead and do? How do, we, how, do we, how do we do these things, right? And what ended up happening and the solution that came about was, as we said, the only way it's going to do it is we have to make a new cable with a new chip in it, and that's going to require some newer drivers. And that was okay. Windows didn't have an issue with that. So the whole point of this part of the segment here of the show is to kind of narrow some things down here. So first of all, we're going to talk about Windows 10 compatible cables, Windows 10 only or older. So Windows 10, Windows 8, Windows 7, those cables, kits, are the SCU 39 with includes the SCU 30, or excuse me, SCU 19 cable for handhelds. That's what a lot of people have. If you have an FT2, FT3, or FT5, and you have Windows 10, you're using the SCU 39 cabling kit most likely. Alrighty. If you have an SCU 40 kit, which has the SCU 20 cable in it, that is going to be for the mobile radios that run with WiresX on Windows 10, 8, or 7 on there. Okay, Stress that on there. Because, with, like I just said, Windows 11, we had to come up with new kits. Now, the new kits are the following. So, you need to break out a pen and paper here. Okay, the new kit for the portables is the SCU57, SCU57, alrighty, and that has the SCU55 cabling in it for handhelds, 
to be able to use it on Windows 11, Windows 10, Windows 8, and Windows 7 on there. Alrighty. If you want to use your mobile in PDN operation, now we're going to be using the SCU58 kit with the SCU56 cable. Now that cable is included in it. Just like the portable cable is included in the kit, the mobile cable is included in the kit. And that is going to be able to run on Windows 11, 10, 8, and 7 on there. Now, let's also clarify a few things more. If you want to program your radios, okay, if you want to program the 100, the 200, the 300, the 400 with our ADMS software, or you want to program the FT2, the FT3, the FT5 with our ADMS software, and you don't want to use an SD card, you're going to need the kit, kit the cables, excuse me, in the kits, so as of today, the dealers no longer sell the SCU39 or the SCU40 kit. Those are completely done, okay? There, some dealers might have a few left, and if you have Windows 10, never plan to upgrade, then yeah, you can use that cabling kit. But if you're going to use Windows 11 or may upgrade to Windows 11, you're going to need this new kit. And the kit, once again, for the handhelds is the SCU57, which has the SCU55 cable in it, and the mobiles is the SCU58 kit which has the SU56 cable in it. The SU55 and the SU56 cabling in those kits are what is needed to program handhelds or mobiles using the ADMS software and Windows 11. Whew, I know, confusing, but that's the way it is, folks. That's that's what it is. The USB cable that comes with that is just for firmware in the box. People say, I can't get it firmware. No, no, that's for firmware only. You need the SCU cable to be able to program the radio, be it mobile or portable, with the ADMS software. Wow, a lot to cover. I know for some people, if you're not familiar with Wires X, this was a really tall drink of water drinking from the fire hose. If you're going ahead and you are familiar with Wires X, and maybe you need a little brush up. That's what you're talking about here today. And if you are familiar with Wires X and you are a Wires X quote-unquote guru, then today probably was just a review. But I figured, hey, what a great way to start off, once again, the return of the AZ The Radio Show podcast by going ahead and kind of covering some of those common questions on there. As always, if you need to, feel free to reach us out at us at yezu.com. Dot com. That's right, yezu.com. If you go into the contact us page at yezu.com, guess what you're going to do? You are going to be able to find a uh, ability to communicate with us easily. You go under contact us, and once you go under that contact us, we're going to ask for your name, some pertinent information, so we know who to contact on there. But then we're going to ask for general questions, part supports, repair status, sales support, and tech support under the inquiry type. And remember, don't shotgun us. Don't go ahead and click the same question and all the different categories. If you got a sales question, click on sales support. You got a technical support question, click on technical support. You got parts, do parts. If you got a general question, which eh, doesn't really kind of fit into there, then by all means, click on general questions on there. If you don't want to email, you want to try to talk to someone in person, then guess what? Go ahead and give us a telephone call on there. Right exactly to the left on the left-hand column, it goes ahead and gives us our telephone number and the new numbers or the extensions for the parts support the the sales support the customer support all those there boom it's easily um, accessible and tells you which one to go ahead and push right there you can always go ahead and reach us yeah you know what we're quite a busy group over there and you know what don't worry if you go ahead and leave your name your number if you're calling into us or if you're going to go ahead and email us leave us we will go ahead and we will contact you at our earliest availability on there 
So thank you, everyone, for listening to the return of the Yezu the Radio Show podcast. Once again, my name is John Crook. I'm your host. We'd like to thank everybody at Yezu USA for contributing in some way, shape, or form to the podcast. Whether they provide technical information, whether they provide support, or do fact-checking for us, it is greatly appreciated. We'd also like to say thank you to you for listening to the Yezu the Radio Show podcast. And remember, if you're a Yezu customer, you are part of the Yezu family. Until then, everybody, take care.